0: Welcome to The DNA Podcast, your go-to podcast for nerd knowledge in the 21st century. I'm your host, Steve Pugh, and join with me today are Wayne and Apple uh, from the D&D Airbnb Adventure Away. Um, Actually, I reversed that, so it's Adventure Away, a D&D Airbnb, Um, Apple and Wayne, welcome to the show. Uh, We're going to nerd out a little bit, probably a little bit about D&D here and some other stuff. But uh, yeah, I brought you guys, you guys wanted to come on the show and we wanted to talk to you guys about this very neat uh, thing that you guys have done um, where you have created, you've taken uh, the idea of a Airbnb and you've added this really fun nerdy theme to it. And I love it. Um, So without further ado, thank you and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, no worries. Uh, So before we talk about this, educate my listeners. Who are you guys? Like, uh, you know, what made you guys decide to do this?
1: Well, those are good questions. And this <laughs> is a story that we've told time and again, since we founded the business in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are a nerdy couple. So mm-hmm. we are feel really welcome here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, part of what we do just to celebrate our relationship since we got married is to go out once a year and just have a weekend at a bed and breakfast and do something fun. Mm -hmm. Um, We live in Maryland and Mm -hmm. around the area, there's a couple of different destinations. So we like to go to Northern Virginia wine country. Nice. Um, And, but we just discovered that while we would go on these tastings and have, you know, cheese platters and go to little happy hours with the other guests that we would also like sneak away with, A pack of magic cards or like a micro board game or even plug the Wii U into the TV back in the room and so we were building our own gaming programming around a vacation Mm. and um, we had we have different backgrounds in the arts. Um, Apple is a focus in musical theater. She uh, went to college for it and I am a game designer and a programmer so we kind of folded these two expertise over top of one another and said, well, what kind of business could we create? And we had been playing Dungeons & Dragons 4th Edition for a few years. And then Next was out and we were looking at a nice new open horizon of uh, D&D. And um, it just seemed like an interesting idea to try to make weekend packages where Your group can come out and play a game of D&D without having to worry about getting all of the food together, you know, coordinating um, a place like a cabin or an Airbnb, and then maybe also having to run the game yourself because you're a group and you have to take your forever dungeon master and condemn him to a weekend long of craziness.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's kind of well, I don't mind it because the guys I do it with, they They've never played D&D before until I introduced it to them. They actually found it out through my work. We call it Monsters and Mailmen.
1: Uh. <laughs>
0: uh, and uh, so, yeah, I be, I'm kind of the forever DM. So knowing that there is you guys. So we, let's, let's actually talk about that for a second, if you don't mind. Not to cut you off.
1: Please, um, ask away. Uh,
0: when, do, do you guys do the DMing for your sessions with, at this Airbnb? at your best place. We Um,
2: offer weekend packages where we provide accommodations and um, all this catering for your group, mm -hmm. and also a DM to lead a game. And Wayne is the lead DM. We have two other DMs that are excellent that we use for our games. Um, And so we provide about 10 to 12 hours of gameplay um, throughout the weekend so we do about three hours on Friday night okay. and then the rest all on Saturday and then on Sunday people would just wake up and pack their stuff up and leave um so we uh, it's quite a gaming intensive although people have asked us can we do even more gaming
0: <laughs> and we say
2: well you can bring whatever games you want you know but our dm needs like a little bit of a break
0: <laughs> dms go. need to rest yeah <laughs> do you 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 guys get into character
1: they don't have fast chargers yet for that (laughs) Um,
0: do you guys get into character with your your guys uh sessions
1: i think yeah we have we leave the door open for what you want to do is Hmm. um is good at the table like so we don't like we don't require any kind of costumes or any preparation even like we provide a complimentary set of polyhedral dye for every guest so you know, you can come in completely fresh, or if you want to put on a fancy hat and use an accent for the rest for the game, that's that's welcome as well. Our dungeon masters do very well with characters and um, representing the world through, you know, rich dungeon mastery of NPCs and monsters and stuff. But for the people coming on our weekend, you know, we, we try to be, leave the door open for not only the hardcore folks that want to, you know, have, a handcrafted wand at the table along with their rolling tray that also like you've got the the spouse that has not tried and they're just coming out with their significant other and everybody's at the table, you know, it's that's, all kinds.
0: That's awesome. Now you guys, there, there is, and I used to live in Virginia, uh, out in the Shenandoah Valley. Uh, so I know there is an amazing Renaissance fair that actually happens up there in Maryland. Uh, one of the best, if it, I, it, i i know you got some love there because that's your guys ren fair but there's an awesome one here in mass that you guys got to totally check out uh king richards is just it's amazing too uh but it's do you guys offer something do you guys try to plan around that accordingly too? that the the ren fair in maryland or
2: we're kind of far it's an are you oh sorry yeah so it i mean that would be awesome um we have a lot of the people that come to our bed and breakfast also do attend that, uh, Renfest. Um, so it, it is kind of the perfect joining, but it's an hour and a half drive. So you would have to spend three hours on the road if you stayed with us.
0: That's fair. That's no, that's, I, I mean, I'm used to like, I live in Connecticut. So, and where I live, everything is like, you know, an hour and a half to two hours. So I'm used to that kind of thing, but that's good to know. Um, so, but you guys are definitely obviously into like the, the whole fantasy scene here, you know, with the D&D side. Um, are you big like LARPers and Ren Faire goers yourselves?
1: We're, we're amateur Ren Faire goers, um, and I keep with me at all times a like fine piece of wood from Hollow Earth Sword Works, because that's where I met those guys and they travel nationally. Uh-huh. So we have, we have our costumes that we throw on to go walk, walk around in boots and it's a blast. Um, we haven't LARPed yet, but I do dabble in HEMA, Historical European Martial Arts. Okay. So, you know, I get to play a little bit, but we have, <laughs> we've had plans with buying a new property in our like phase two mm. of the company where we'll have a lot of green space so we can do weddings or, you know, larger gatherings mm. like LARPs. Yeah. So, you know, at, at the moment. Um, we're not at a scale to run one, but at, with Apple's extensive events experience, um, we can handle a bigger event if we've got the place for it.
0: Now, how long have you guys been doing, uh, this Airbnb?
1: Well, we started in 2018 mm-hmm. and it was a wing and a prayer and a booth reserved at Austin awesome Okay. So we, uh, we packed up our, you know, ready-made rough and ready, uh, display, set it up in the booth and hung out a shingle that said a and and b And it was an interesting start because, you know, uh, expos are long. If you haven't worked one before, it will definitely test the strength of your footwear. Uh, we learned to buy foam pads <laughs> to put it under there. Um, but then also like picking your con really helps you zero in on your target audience. And Awesome Con helped us learn and found some of our audience. Like we, we ran away or came away with uh, 300 impressions of people interested in joining a mailing list. Mm-hmm. But we also got like heavy sci-fi folks and then hardcore comic book fans and other collectors and cosplayers. And it was interesting how, you know, you'd say, hey, do you play DD? and for some, it was like a real golden retriever moment where they kind of just <laughs> you know, tilted their head mm-hmm. and said, like, oh, I don't know. I don't do that. And then they walk off and you're like, that guy was legit head to toe dressed as Captain America. So i don't know what we're missing the boat here but we had to hone our message and move around and hmm. like our, our preferred favorite is pax unplugged now up in philly hmm. uh, but we've also done baltimore comic-con and um yeah like we've really dug in with the community trying to figure out where our people are and hmm. then now we just kind of listen to them so things like you know doing a larp or that we're we're just waiting for the people to to shout back, yes. And then, you know, we, (laughs) we pivot, we try to stay a lean business and it's fun letting nerds tell you what they want to do with their, their time.
0: (laughs) And that's, that's perfect. Uh, You know, and and I think it's so interesting because I feel like we live in this golden age of nerd culture. Uh, If you think about it, I mean, uh, what, 20 years ago, you know, it, well, now that it's been 20 years. I actually can't say that now because what, The Spider Man movies came out 20 years ago. Uh, Tobey Maguire, 2002.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Old.
0: (laughs) uh, Been a little dated here. But, you know, it's that that was the, I would say that was around the time 2000 was the start of the nerdy golden age. And it's crazy to see how much it has evolved and how much it has grown. 10, 15 years, do you think you'd ever be doing something like this?
2: 10 years from now you're sorry 10 years
0: i'm sorry 10 years, uh, sorry, 10 oh, years ago 10 years 10 ago 50, yeah
2: uh, i don't know critical role has really gotten a lot of people interested in dungeons and dragons um we have them to thank to bring so many people to this new hobby and uh but it, it's gaming is so uh, exciting now there's so many different board games it's so easy to get a board game published nowadays and um, there's just a great mecca of creators out there that can get their message out on kickstarter and they can there's so many great games so i think that 10 years ago maybe this would work but definitely it's popular now
1: and yeah, it's really lame. It's, it's opened a door, I think, because we had these talents before. It's just like when you're an artist, you're scrambling to find the thing that has a paycheck. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like our, our minds and our goals at that time were probably targeted at more conventional stuff like stage performing um, and running events. And I, I was in a game design program that was shepherding me towards Unreal Engine 4 and making the next, you know, A shooter or something. But all through finishing that, I was thinking... I love tabletop and I love board games and I'm going to find a way to keep doing this. And <laughs> like, it kind of presented itself. Like we had to just go after it before we realized it was possible.
0: Yeah. Now I think it's fun. It's I, I love that you mentioned critical role because um, I feel like it's always been a positive and a negative with critical role. And that's because of the Matt Mercer effect. I love, like, I don't personally listen to them, not because I don't like them, it's I rather play D, so consuming. it's hard. It's yeah. so
2: time consuming. You you're biting off a lot of hours, and as yeah. a parent, you don't have that <laughs> kind of time.
0: You know What's what time? We don't have <laughs> <laughs> This is my socialization. This is all I get. So hi, we're now friends. Um <laughs> no, but it's it is there is that Matt Mercer effect when it comes to D, because or even if you look at uh shows like big bang theory uh has set that bar to an an expectation do you guys ever have that kind of conflict that happened with you guys when people come to stay with you do they expect the matt mercer the critical role the big bang or is it seem like that's not too much of a deal
1: i mean i would say that it's permeated most parts of the culture and Mm. If you haven't had exposure to Critical Role, it was probably on purpose. Like, yeah, I never watched the Lord of the Rings movies because I read the books or something like that. So, <laughs> but but I also feel like um, it has raised the bar for everyone, and players want to be the players from Critical Role, and DMs want to be the dungeon master that Matt Mercer is.
2: But no, but but you know, not everybody is a voice actor, so sure, I mean, those are big those are big feet to fill uh, shoes to fill and you can just be yourself and be a, play the game the way you want to play it and our dms make sure that everybody gets to interact you know that there can't be a shy person at the table whatever our dm
0: <laughs> you can't
2: just disappear you got to interact and and do things and solve puzzles and and advance the storyline you can't just be a wallflower <laughs>
0: that's that i absolutely agree with that i i've don't think i've ever had that Issue. Even my brother-in-law, who has not a nerd at all, I've gotten him into play. He plays a uh, barbarian turtle, which is absolutely fun.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting Raphael vibes from the Ninja Turtles.
0: Uh, he, this one, he's a snapping turtle, and so he took. I think. Uh, I can't remember. I think it's like one of the the animal paths and everything, and so he got the tail and all that stuff. So it was oh. really fun. Yeah, he's not the that kind of. He's more of a swampy bayou. Bing, ding, ling, 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 ding, ding. ding, 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 ding you know tournament. um but so now when you guys do your dmd games are are you guys doing homebrews or are you doing what's like hey we can do a homebrew we have our exclusive that we have created for this our you know rbnb or we can run curse of astra if that's really what you're into
1: i think that it's a mixture of all um especially when we expanded to higher or two um part-time dungeon masters because they have their own style and i don't want to cramp their style mm-hmm. and they have expertise and so, like, when I met them, I had been the primary DM for all of our initial games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was starting to feel the weight of the prep work. And so, at first, I was writing all homebrew content, but kind of that, like, standard D&D content. It's like it's in the Forgotten Realm somewhere, and we're running around with swords and there's spells. So, you know, that's all you really need to know. Maybe Neverwinter is two days away, but that's fine. But then I, I got underneath the load of that and got to where I couldn't kill my darlings enough. Like I would get a, a module that didn't turn out quite right because I didn't balance it and then it would really hit me. So then I went off, off the shelf for a bit, did like Tales from the Yawning Portal for a bee. Um, but then also we found a real note with uh, The Curse of Strahd where we compact it into a 10-hour session and it's our Valentine's Day game. It's Strahd must die and it's vampires in a castle and that hits and we've done that three years in a row it's and... so
2: romantic
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know when I th- I mean it's you know when I think romance I think vampires and yeah you
1: know. <laughs> well you'd be surprised how many fans there are of Brad Pitt being yeah. uh oh. you know, see
0: I'm so glad you went with uh interviewing a vampire and not Twilight thank you so yeah. much oh
1: gotta, I gotta skip back there I gotta wait for Robert Pattinson to redeem himself as Batman i'm
0: excited about that i i this comes that comes out this weekend
1: doesn't it yeah it is i got a pizza from little caesars with the promo on the box
2: (laughs) the pizza was in a shape of the batman symbol
1: shut up yeah Yeah. they really did (laughs) did they really
2: yeah you gotta get little caesars oh
0: my god (laughs) that's i i I'm not a Little Caesars fan, but you know what? I, if there was a one around me, I think I would probably get it just for that little nerdy satisfaction right there. That's awesome.
1: Good that for them. sponsorship.
0: Yeah. For- get
1: <laughs> <laughs> Little Caesars on the channel.
0: Um, <laughs> so you've got a lot of games and stuff in the background, too, behind you. Is that your guys' personal collection, or is that for, like, your customer uses as well or? that is my
1: personal collection um i'm a retro game collector because mm. i had the originals back in the day so I yeah have... we kind of skipped over
0: the whole about you guys so let's get back to that yeah here. yeah
1: <laughs> so, so you're a i'm retro a gamer yeah i'm a gamer and i'm a nerdy kid from you know the 90s i was uh, born in 82 so i'm an elder millennial and uh, my dad had a lot of tech in the house and like one of those first HP black and green screens. Um, so I got to learn computers pretty early um, and then got into the PC gaming verse after being a very devout Nintendo fan for like 15 years. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of Mega Man. I love Diablo and I have a tattoo on my left bicep that's the helium crest of the Knights of Hyrule. So. I am an OG Zelda fan all the way. Wow,
0: look at you. Uh, now, have you guys ever thought about doing like, because let's let's be honest here. Uh, the 90s are definitely a, it's, it's weird to say, but it's a nerdy fandom. They have their own cult. Uh, case in point, uh, March 11th to the 13th in uh, Mohegan Sun up here in Connecticut, they're doing a 90s con with uh, Melissa Joan Hart is showing up Uh, They have the dresses of the Spice Girls. Somebody else is showing up. It's just, it's just, it's crazy the amount of things. Have you guys ever thought about doing that, or are you guys going to stay strictly fantasy?
1: Well, we're actually branching out this year um, Mm. because we're not, we're not just fans of other '90s stuff. I think (laughs) once we had met, um, it was around 2008. We. Got to find out a lot of things about each other but one of the things we bonded over was avatar the last airbender and then its follow-up sequel legend of korra so we're huge bender fans and we're going we've backed the kickstarter for the rpg and they have mm-hmm. beta rules out so we are going to do a bender's weekend set in the republic city era after the events of legend of korra Wow,
2: that's in august we're going to offer that game in august
0: okay all right, that's awesome. Um, is have you done anything besides uh, and not say have you done anything besides that? But like, ha, have you ever done Vampires the Masquerade since we're going on the the subject of RPGs here, or are you guys expanding in that sense whatsoever besides well, the the
2: we've only played fifth edition right now, but mm-hmm. we um for the last two Halloweens, mm-hmm. um we wrote an original. I hate to even say it because I know that she's always listening but (laughs) (laughs) the wizarding world of a certain boy wizard that you're not allowed to talk about and uh, so the last two years we've offered um, this original game that we've written uh, Mm -hmm. that incorporates the characters that you know well Mm -hmm. Professor McGonagall and it does take place near hogwarts some of it takes place at hogwarts oh, um yeah. and uh it's it's gone really well um and do you want to say anything? i think
1: next? you just like making me make see the wee scottish accent <laughs> of oh, Maggie. <my." laughs> i have to be a uh, miss McGonagall headmaster headmaster so and sometimes i get real deep scottish when she's upset you know that's fun
0: <laughs> you guys make like butterbeer and stuff when you're when you're playing the game or anything like that
2: well we do provide bottles of it because you know they make it now but bottles of butterbeer so i
0: actually did not know that i i'm I'm losing my nerd card over here i just want you to know because (laughs) oh, so
2: local nerds that live in frederick um there's this great place in downtown frederick that's the pop shop and they have over 300 different types of soda Mm. it's it's heavenly there's so many there's old Surge is can be found there. I mean, you can find all kinds of cool
1: stuff. They've got uh, South Mountain Creamery cream soda, which is a local yeah. brand, and you can also get Surge. So yeah. if you're really feeling like you got to go to the '90s,
0: that's exactly what I was saying. Like, holy crap, we're going way '90s over here with that one. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so, what are some of the best experiences you've had? Like funniest, like D and D experiences you've had with your some of your customers?
1: Well, I definitely are. There's a couple of moments like going to the Wizarding World game. Um, mm. We had a successful run through the events, um, which I won't spoil because we do reuse the setting. Fair enough. Um, but it it ended on a climactic note, but then with some time left, and so it, it was the part of the modules that there would be a celebration and a ball, and so. Um, I improvised the mechanics for, like, three different events, like uh, bobbing for apples and, like, a costume contest with a runway and a dance-off. And I just had them roll skill checks, and yeah. it was not super complex, but, you know, I gave away some wondrous items as prizes, and people were really role-playing it, and it was a blast. Pe- people were, like, like legit excited for a virtual dance-off in D&D. <laughs> somebody
2: somebody for the costume contest, they trans to look just like Dolores Umbridge yeah uh-huh.
1: so <laughs> it was
2: it was very humorous to see everybody that because they were all magical so they could all change their appearance um so it was pretty neat It
1: was scary yeah Umbridge is so
0: scary Umbridge. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I like to ask this question too um because it's it's interesting how it's affected people but we are hopefully at the, the finally coming to an end with the pandemic, and it has been a real thing for the last two years. Has Have you seen an increase because of the pandemic? Like people are like, oh my gosh, now that it's when it was starting to come to an end, like people are like, I want to go do things with my life. I want to experience things because I haven't gotten to. Or have you, have you guys seen like it's it's been a struggle?
1: I mean, it's both, right? Like it yeah. hit and we had already been in business. And um, you know we we work with partners that have properties, and that's how we um, perform our service. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple and I do the programming and the hospitality, and um, we just have two partner properties that we've worked with for years. Um, that we did you know meet through looking at listings for rentals and Airbnb, and now we're like one of their more um, long-term clients because mm-hmm. we bring weekends and weekends and we- weekends of business. Um, But that did, that kind of saved us. It was a lifeline because the pandemic hit and then we received a, you know, we we knew that we had to reach out to our customers and we did and said, you may cancel or you can hold your deposit and reschedule. And we did do a bunch of refunds.
2: And, Hmm. you know, we all remember the beginning of the pandemic, how everything was so uncertain. You know, like we didn't know if this was gonna last, you know, six months, if it was gonna last a year. It was gonna last, <laughs> I mean, it was exhausting. So of course we we didn't have any information. So we just kept trying to set, tell people that, you know we'll make the decision six weeks out from your event and we'll decide if it's gonna go forward or not. Um, depending on vaccines, depending on mask use, depending on things, social distancing. Playing outside. Sometimes it was wa- warm enough that we could actually play outside. Fun. <laughs> um, so we have we did play a, a game or two outdoors, just so that everybody felt safe.
1: Mm-hmm. We had a fire pit just yeah. to <laughs> warm it up a little
0: bit. Oh, that's even better. I've I've done that a few times, but uh, where I've taken everybody outside, and but apparently it's unfortunately it's cold, and you know winter happens. Uh, so we are legitimately my group is. With the the exception of it being my mother's basement playing D and D, we're in my basement playing D and D. So they are getting like the nerdiest nerd level of D and D that I think you can get, and I absolutely love <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, um, so uh, and Apple, we kind of totally skipped about you too, so I am so sorry about that. Um, but you you have a background in in theater, correct? Uh yeah.
2: I, I got my undergrad in theater, um, education theater Mm. and I, oh, I apologize. Oh, no. (laughs) And then, um, so I taught, um, theater and I taught in the public school system for Mm -hmm. three years. Mm -hmm. Um, and I did not like it (laughs) and,
0: (laughs) oh my goodness.
2: (laughs) It did take me to other countries. I lived in uh, London for a year teaching there, and I taught um, English in Japan for half a year. So wow. it did take me to other countries, which I am very thankful for, but um, I've, I, teaching is not my passion.
0: That's okay. So, That's okay. Um, I Props I, to you.
2: I uh, got my master. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I got my master's um, in nonprofit arts management, which mm-hmm. is um, where you you put together a ballet, you put together the opera, you put shows on the stage and butts in seats mm-hmm. to watch it. <laughs> um, so I did that for a number of years and it kind of, the path kind of led me to event planning. And I've been an event planner ever since. I've um, done about 13 years of, of events. I've did a large um, arts festival that, w- that had um, twenty thousand attendees, um, and uh, but I like the intimacy of our little games where I get to really interact with six to eight people for the weekend, um, and currently I'm getting my certificate in hospitality so that um, oh I can put it in front in the forefront so everybody knows that I'm here to provide guest services to these guests to make sure that they have.
0: So let me ask you this. How much planning do you guys have to do for each of these experiences? Like, I mean, let's start in the beginning. How long did it take you? And versus how long does it take you now? Because I'm sure it took you a heck of a lot longer in the beginning.
2: Well, you know, what's really funny about this business is that people were already doing this you know, mm. Wayne had done it with his D&D group and other people that are listening right now are saying, oh, I totally did that. We rented a place up in the mountains. We got the whole gang together. We went up there, we ordered pizza and they ordered Chinese food. And, and I had to, I spent me hours to putting together little minis and little packages for everybody and things to give them when they got there. And, um, it's it's being done. And we're not anything new. The only thing new is that we're taking strangers and putting them in the same room to do it together, which you make friends. We have people that meet um, at our weekends and they become lifelong friends. That It's amazing how they gel together over that weekend and they just create a friendship that lasts a long time.
1: And we use a Discord to coordinate our groups. So even before you arrive, if you've booked enough in advance, then you'll get a soft invitation from us. You can join our general chat. We have individual rooms for each weekend. And so people get to talking about, hey, I was thinking about being a barbarian. And does anyone here like Firefly or something? And just getting ready. And then um, we're trying to figure out a way to uh, keep them long term so people can stay with us and build a larger community on discord and stay in touch in touch so i think we're going to be focusing on that too just that we're building a like an adventure away verse here and people. <laughs> that's have- what i was going
0: to say are you building your own like kingdom and everything yeah your own yawning portal if you will
1: <laughs> oh i love it yes <laughs>
0: um well you know, I, I think what you guys are doing is absolutely amazing. I love the idea of it. I love the concept of it. It's an absolute blast. Uh, where can the good people of the world and Nerd Nation find you? Uh,
2: sure, uh, we have a Facebook page and mm-hmm. excitingly today we crossed the 1600 uh, hey. Facebook follower mark, Mark, so that's really exciting. Woo, nice. um, uh, but now I'm going to say a negative thing about meta. <laughs> <laughs> meta deleted the our Instagram page. Ugh. So um, I had to start all over just this, like, in the last two weeks, our Instagram. So we have, like, two Instagram followers right now. Um, so we're trying to build that back up. So please follow us on Instagram and enter away at d and and
1: This is how smart Instagram <laughs> is. We updated our existing uh, since date to 2018, and they thought that we were a four-year-old toddler. No joke. That's why
0: it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I believe it. I actually. I. I kid you not. Uh, a week ago, I got a. Uh, was an update on my phone, and it got rid of my some of my social medias. And I went to go in there, and it freaked out and blocked me out of every social media, so I couldn't even update anything for the podcast. It was it was great. So yeah, no, I, I feel your pain there. And yeah. you guys are on Twitter, which is actually how we found each other. Yes. Um,
2: yes. Um, hi, Twitter um uh, ttrpg family um and then uh we also have our website which is uh adventure away which md is maryland
0: and uh, before the episode we started recording you guys were talking about you guys have got some projects going on is there any kind of little teasers you can give us
1: well look at our account on youtube for more in the coming weeks um I will announce my preview is that I'm starting a DM play series. And so I'm going to stream a live play of various games that I love that are maybe also tangentially uh, related to adventures and dungeon mastery. So we're
2: going to play Diablo together?
1: Oh, yes, Yes. we should. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So look for
1: that soon. Um, I have a couple of preview tests that I've put together just trying to get open broadcast software to cooperate with me. (laughs) <laughs> an I, I know uh, that pain
2: <laughs> and I am doing a tabletop how to play series um uh I, my co-star is our cat Nico <laughs> and he is the worst cat when I get a, a game out he is always has to lay right on top of it and plays with everything and knocks everything off the table so oh. he is the perfect co-star of yeah. this <laughs> um how to play a tabletop game series
0: I I I love it Um, I definitely my problem is my kids trying to get into all my stuff I love that my my 10 year old he's painting he's actually doing his first uh, painting competition but he also messes with all my stuff so yeah that's that's definitely a thing on my side Um, since you guys mentioned you are doing like gaming and everything you were talking about Diablo have you checked out Baldur's Gate 3 yet
1: we've seen some trailers but we got to get that hot PlayStation 5 soon because my PS4 is chugging along and making <laughs>
0: steam when I run it. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm, an X, I'm an Xbox guy. So, but uh, yeah, for, no, mine's, mine's struggling over there too. The, 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 the struggle is definitely a real thing and
1: it, it was probably ready to go like a year ago or something, you know? So. Hey, my 360 still runs. It, it chugs like a oh, steam train it too.
2: It sounds so loud. It's,
1: it's just like, it's about to If you go need through. a white noise generator to go to sleep, <laughs> just turn the Xbox on. <laughs>
0: um you you did say so you were a vintage gamer and everything i i so you'll get a little excited about this i have and i found it in my mother's basement um a coleco with the actual case to carry it like the with that holds the games and everything now this is where it gets even better it had a ordering magazine inside of it to order the old coleco games Ooh. yes yes so that that's that's my pride and joy right now well you know, besides my Xbox, but, you know.
2: I My dad, uh, back in the day, forced me to go along with him to Amiga Club.
1: Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> and it, it wasn't exactly Hatfields and McCoys, because we hadn't met yet, but my dad was in the Commodore Club, and I know the Commodore and Amiga <laughs> folks, you know, they had, they, had to, they had to fight for the same, like, uh, community center table room to trade the game yeah. and stuff. Uh,
0: that's awesome. Well... <laughs> Apple, Wayne, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you guys on the show. Thank you so much. Um, So, you know what, I think this is a great spot to wrap it up. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. As always, please like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you're listening to podcasts. And if you are listening to us on Apple, please remember to rate and review. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, so at DNA Pod, and on Twitter at NerdDNA Pod. You can also find us on our webpage at nerddnapod.com. Please be advised, it is getting edited up, so it's gonna be a little choppy right now. But hey, you know what? We're also everywhere you listen to podcasts, so please go out there and enjoy us. I have been joined tonight by Uh, Wayne and Apple thank you so much again for being on the show tonight Um, did you guys want to say anything closing before I close out here
2: we we have limited rooms left for the um, 2022 and we have lots of private parties available so if you have a bachelor party or a big birthday coming up you can rent the whole place out and have a party
0: I wish I knew that when I was getting married man that would have been so much fun Uh, thank you guys so much for being on the show thank you and good night